Hey, Rowdy crew, and welcome to another episode of the Rowdy Podcast. I am extremely lucky and excited to have Pink Camera Magic, Amanda, on the podcast with me today. Um, so stick around and make sure that you uh, check out her channel, Pink Camera Magic, on YouTube. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, Rowdy Crew. So, Amanda, do you want to tell us a little bit about, um, you know, kind of yourself and what got you into starting the YouTube channel, Pink Camera Magic, and, and what kind of got you just to, to get motivated enough to want to do that? Yeah. Um, well, my name is Amanda, and I actually am from the Twin Cities area, and I started doing my activism. I do First Amendment audits, cop watching, things like that. And I started doing my activism sometime around um, 2014. And um, just kind of growing up, I've always been around cops. I've seen cops, the interactions, things like that. And I've um, witnessed some things. And I just, um, I really got into like, okay, in 2014, I saw what happened to Mike Brown. He was shot in, um, in St. Louis and town of Ferguson. And it just really bothered me the fact that there wasn't any type of cameras there to capture what happened. There was lots of witnesses and things like that. And, um, and so I started digging around on YouTube a little bit, trying to find amateur footage of what happened. If it was out there, this is as soon as it happened. And I sort of discovered the world of cop watch and with that became, came auditing. And so it just kind of went from there. Okay. And so, um, when you first got started, did you decide you were going to do auditing or you were just going to do cop watch or, or kind of where were you originally going to take it? It started as just cop watching. I wasn't that familiar with auditing at first. Um, and so I did a lot of cop watching I, around my neighborhood. I was in Minneapolis and St. Paul and um, I was recording traffic stops because when, the more videos that I watch, the more I realize that in the past, I know my rights have been violated and people I know and, you know, they, it's the simple things like being a passenger in the car, showing your ID. I thought that you just had to do that. Yep. Um, things, searching your vehicle. I thought, well, if you say no, that means they're going to think you're guilty and you'll get in trouble. You, you know, it's the things that most people normally think. And when I was watching these videos, I was realizing that, no, they, you have rights. That's why they ask you for permission to search your vehicle. They don't just do it, even though in some cases they do anyways. And so it just, it really bothered me because I've always been kind of, you know, cautious and about, you know, the government and their, you know, overstepping their boundaries and things like that. And, and I've come to realize that, that we are in charge of them. Like they work for us. I mean, it sounds cliche kind of to say that, but they do. And so it's up to us, in my opinion, to sort of check that make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And so the more I started watching things and um, the more I started sort of understanding how things went, like my very first cop watch, for instance, um, I saw some, there was a, a cop car there and there was um, two people with their hands up against the wall. This was over North on Broadway. Okay. And um, so I, I stopped, I, I stopped my car and I was with a girlfriend of mine and we got out and we started recording. And as soon as we started recording, the cops left. And we're like, wow, okay. And so after the cops left, we talked to the people and we were asking if they didn't mind telling us what happened. And they were like, yeah, we were just walking down the street and these cops came out and they just jumped out and told us to go against the wall and they started frisking us. And then you guys came and they left. And so that just sort of opened my eyes to like, wow, maybe, you know, they, if they know that they're being watched, they'll check their behavior. And so, and just the idea of them letting them go it felt so good and I've been there and it's such a violating feeling when they just step on your rights, when they make you do things because you're scared and you just, you don't know any better. 
So it, it was so empowering and it felt so good. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna do this all the time. Every time I see a traffic stop, I'm gonna go. And a, the bulk majority of the time, like the most of the time they leave or else mm -hmm. if it's a traffic stop, they'll leave without giving them a ticket. And I was like, there's really something to this. So um, I got into cop watching really big. I started watching like Tom Zebra, uh, Mike Bluehair. He does a lot of stuff in Portland. And um, these are some of the, the, the OGs, I guess you'd call them back in the day, back before people really knew about cop watching. And like Jeff Gray, I started watching his videos and learning more about audits. Um, I became friends with Philip Turner the Potosai, and he's actually the one who got me into auditing. We, start, we talked a lot about cop watching and stuff, and then I tried that. So it just sort of went from there. I know I want to have him on, uh, but he said he doesn't do podcasts anymore, which makes me sad. So you he, he doesn't. It's, it's a little difficult. I can try. I'll talk to him. I'll see if I can get you him. talk to him. Yeah. Um, I will. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree with you 100% because, like, if you think about it, first off, your comment to, like, I just thought that, you know, that that's how it was. I, I'm the same way. I mean, I just assume that if they ask for your ID, you got to show them your ID. If they, you know, if they say, can I search your vehicle? I have nothing to hide. So go ahead and search it. Um, and, and I kind of thought that was the norm. I think a lot of people do. And that's where I, I hope that our, that, you know, your videos, my videos, and, and just the community in general can, can reach enough people to let them know that you don't have to do that. In fact, that you're right. That's why they are asking us. And, most of us don't think about it. I just think that they're asking to be polite, but they're really going to just do it kind of thing, you know? Um, and it's interesting once you start sticking up for your rights and you realize that they almost run away from it, uh, the, you know, the bad cops aren't going to stick around, you know, they don't want to. So they just kind of jet. Um, and I think cameras, you know, if you look at like uh, the, the uh, George Floyd situation, like nobody would have known about that that way that quickly. Um, obviously there is some danger there just with like the guy that committed suicide here in Minneapolis and then then started to riot and stuff, uh, without knowing the full fact. I mean, it's stuff like that, that obviously I hope, you know, um, people can kind of wait and see the angles and look at the video and make sure that they understand it before they just freak out. But yeah, I think cameras have changed the game. I think we wouldn't know about half the shit that's happening if, if somebody didn't take the time to record it. You know what I mean? And I think it's really important. Um, so when you started recording, I mean, obviously you noticed the cops, they, they left, right. And they were like nervous about it. But when you started recording, what was like the kind of the first time you ever challenged kind of, what was that like for you? Kind of what happened? Give us like a walkthrough of, of just kind of the situation. Ooh, first let me tell you about the, the adrenaline. Potatoes, you know? <laughs> My goodness, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. And I actually happened to, happened to like that a lot. And it felt amazing. Um, the very first time, it was, it was during an audit that I did. Um, well, okay. Okay, the, my first two audits, my, uh, my very first two audits. Um, the very first audit I ever did was a St. Paul, um, I think it was in like, uh, I can't think of the name of that street. Um, but it's, it's right off of university. Um, yep. There's like a police station there. I, Okay, so I did a audit. Yes, right across the street yep, from Target. I know right where you're talking about. Okay, so I went there. I was on the sidewalk. I always made a point to stay on the sidewalk uh, for the most part because I wanted to be completely undisputed. You know, I wanted to be, if you're going to, you know, say something, violate, I don't, I don't want there to be any question about it at the time. That's how I felt. Yep. So I stood on the sidewalk. I was maybe a good 200 feet, and I had a tripod even. 
So I put up the tripod and I just, you know, had my camera there. And I, and at the time when I would do the audits in the beginning, especially that was a time when I was learning my, my camera. So it was kind of cool. I was looking at the shots, you know, zooming in and out, things like that, you know, le learning about my camera. So literally I was there maybe five minutes. I set up the little tripod, make sure you don't block people if they're walking, but nobody walks on that sidewalk. It's kind of on, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Obviously you move if somebody tries to walk by. So I'm messing with my camera and stuff and two guys come walking out and they're like, oh, what are you doing? You know, trying to be casual. And I'm like, oh, just recording. And and then they're like, they, they went to get my name and I refused. That was the first time I've ever like refused to give my name. And then they were just trying to, you know, do what they normally do and try to give reasons. Oh yeah, well, we like to know who we're talking to, you know, just trying to be casual. You know, it's part of what they do. And so I refused and then I said, am I being detained or am I free to go? Because that's my go-to and I was nervous as hell. <laughs> you know, I'm really nervous. I'm like, okay, am I being detained or am I free to go? Oh, you're not being detained. Okay, thank you. And I walked away. I, and I walked away maybe about 50 feet and I turned back around and just kept recording what I was doing. So I wanted to stay away from them, but I wanted it to the sort of the ball to be in their court. Like, oh, what are they going to do? Are they going to come up to me and say something else? Are they going to turn around and leave or whatever? And they, they stood there and they talked for a couple minutes and then they turned around and they went back in the building. So I was like, <laughs> yep. yes, this is okay. This really works. This rights thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird so, too. Yes. It, it was an amazing feeling. Uh, you know, they, you know, of course they, they do their thing and they try to get their ID, but I think they did well too, because they didn't go too far. They didn't push it. Right. I mean, they can ask for ID and all that, but they didn't, they didn't lie to me. They didn't push me. So I was like, okay, this was a great audit. You know, I was able to, do you know flex my rights and they did the right thing so that's that's all we can ask for mm -hmm. so um so the next audit that i did was a short time later was at the um south minneapolis police station you know the one that they burned down that yep, third precinct was it for the george floyd stuff yes it was, was it fourth precinct third okay yeah, yeah. yeah. right oh, off the a lake okay on the on the yes. east side of uh, uh 55 yes yep yep um, so I went there and this was my first, I guess, sort of audit fail. And um, so I went and I was recording. I just got there and I was on the sidewalk, didn't even go to the building or anything. And um, all of a sudden these two cops, they were going to their car and they, they saw what I was doing, I think. And they got in their car and then they parked, right? And they were staring at me and I'm just like, oh shit, I have a babysitter. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do what I'm doing, whatever, I'm ignoring them. So I walked around the corner and then they turned around onto Lake Street and they, they flashed the lights and they got out. Uh, mainly it was this one guy, he comes out and he's like, you know, he demanded ID. He's like, what are you doing? And um, he said, um, he said, I need your ID right now or whatever. He was just really aggressive with it. And I said, nope, I'm going to remain silent. I said, go get your supervisor. Right. And then so he kind of rolled his eyes and he went back to the car for just like a second. He didn't even go inside the car. And they turned around and he said, well, the supervisor's not coming. I said, well, he's not coming. And he said, um, and then he said something like, yeah, have a good day. Bye or whatever. Or, we'll watch us. We'll watch you or something. You know, if you're going to watch us, we'll watch you. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So I was like, all right. So they, you, you tried to be aggressive and try to be intimidating and, and it, it, it worked inside, but it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I was scared. Yeah. But, but you didn't show I, I, them and you didn't cave. No, not for a minute. And that was hard. It was, it was mm -hmm. very hard. This is not an easy thing to do, especially when you're first starting out. Yeah. And so I was recording. I continued to do my thing, but then I didn't want to see where I parked. 
Yep. So they started following me. And this part I don't, I don't actually have on the video, but I walked across the street. I went to where Target is and, um, and there was Cub Foods there and stuff like that. I started walking and they were following me. You know, I crossed the street and went mm -hmm. the other way. Then they turned around and they were following me for a good 30, 30 minutes until finally I just went to the nail shop and I got my nails done. And finally <laughs> they just left me alone. And so then I was able to walk back to my car. And yeah, I think that's so, yeah. So those are my first people. two audits. I think that's one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is like, if you, like when you park, you got to park far away. You got to figure out your cameras. You got to figure out, you know, what's going on. Um, you're, uh, sorry, that's my son, uh, COVID, you know? That's okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yep. so uh, I think one of the things is like always, you got to walk away, you know, and, and see if they're going to follow you, you know, how long are they going to follow you? You know, how many people do they have following you? And you then you got to start to watch for like, civilians you may have seen that work for the city like maybe they're a 911 dispatcher or somebody else you know you got to start to watch and see do they have security guards trying to follow you if it's you know some other place so you always got to see who's trying to follow you what they're up to and then on top of it just the immense pressure that you have of like especially when you first start out like that pressure that you have when somebody's challenging your rights and now like everything you've watched every law you've looked up you know in minnesota and wherever you're at uh, it all kind of comes to fruition. You got to like express it properly or, or, or you could go to jail, you know, for saying it the wrong way or doing the wrong yes. thing. There's a lot on the line. And that's know? a real risk. Absolutely. That, that's a very real risk that we take and, you know, it, it's, and we shouldn't take it lightly and it really can affect you in many ways. I, you know, they can, if they want to get mad at you, they can arrest you or find a reason and they can do it. And, you know, like they say, you can, um, what, what is something about you can't avoid the trip you can beat the charge but you can't you can beat the charge but you can't beat the ride yep yes exactly and it's, it's so true and you know it, it affects you in a lot of ways because you know you you know let's say they do charge you with a crime you know yep. no matter how petty it is you got to remember you got to go through the system that tends to side with police and believe what right. they say no matter what and so you got to go through that. That's a process aside from the fact that it's expensive, it's draining. You know, you can, these are real risks that we take by just doing this. And it's unfortunate, but it's, it's a sad truth. And, you know, it can affect your ability to get a job. It can affect all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's one of the things I think a lot of people don't, don't really love you. say, why don't you have attorneys beforehand? And it's like, it'd be great if I knew an attorney that was civil, like that did civil rights, they'd probably been the one to get me into it in the first place because they'd make a boatload of money off of me. But there's a lot of attorneys yes. that don't want to buck the system either. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up because when I, um, I was arrested, we can talk about that too, if you'd like. Um, but in my move to Chicago, I was arrested in Cook County and I thought it would be easy to find a lawyer because it's like, this was a slam dunk case, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, it was almost impossible. I had to really work hard to find an attorney and thank goodness. I found a really good attorney who actually found me. Um, and I, I was very fortunate, but it's very hard getting attorneys for these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to, I think, like when I got arrested, uh, like arrested, it was, it was, it was just like a, a weird scenario because obviously they, it's contempt of cop, right? Like there's no, there's nothing really there. And of course, you know, I get the letter and stuff that they drop the charges and okay, yeah, you didn't have anything because I didn't do anything. It's obvious. Uh, I, the worst thing I did was curse. Um, you know, so it's like, okay. And I was actually getting to the point where I have an attorney um, who's still, I'm still working with, uh, right now for more on that, but I can't really get into that right now, but, 
there's more going on with that. But the, for the charges part, I was like, maybe I just like talk to him and I'll just represent myself for the criminal side of things. And then on the federal side of things, you know, he'll do all the work. And I ended up not needing to, but I was actually like pumped when I started like doing the, the research and case law studies and all that stuff. Um, because that, I mean, that's one of the things like people don't realize how much research we do as, as auditors, but it is a real thing. Like, it's not like we just like, Hey, we're going to be jackasses with cameras and go film people. Like it, there's a lot more to it. There's GIS, there's all kinds of stuff uh, that you got to do. And like you said, if you don't do it right. You're going to pay for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess my, my next question. So like, let's go to that arrest thing. Um, can you walk us kind of through like what happened if you don't mind and just kind of like yeah um absolutely yeah i um i so um, a couple years into my auditing i guess um i moved in i moved to chicago for, for personal reasons and uh, while i was in chicago i started auditing and there wasn't a lot of auditors like I, I in fact i don't know of any chicago auditors before i got there and um, so I didn't really have anybody to link up with. And so I just sort of, I, I winged it. I went and went to some different places and things like that. Um, my, I've, I lived in a little town, ironically, the name of the town is Justice. <laughs> oh, really? And so you know, ideally that was the first place, yes. Uh, so that was, the, you know, of course gonna be one of the first places I audited. So I, I started taking pictures there and they're a small enough town where they got to know me pretty fast and um, so anyways, long story short for that part portion, um, there was a time they, um, they told my car off of my driveway, out of my driveway because of, because of tabs. And also um, there was some different issues with plates and stuff. So they literally towed my car out of my driveway off private property. Mm. So I had a court, I set up a court date instead of just paying the fine for whatever. Um, the court date was March 28th, 2018. So I get a ride from my sister, I go to the courthouse and I have my camera with me because obviously I'm gonna record what I can and come to find out that um, cameras aren't allowed even in the courtroom at all. Like you can't, even if it's turned off or whatever, you can't bring it in the courthouse past security. So um, I didn't have anything, I tried, it was a petty thing. So I figured I would just come back another day to, for the court, right? So, so I'm outside and I just start recording. I'm outside of the courthouse. So they have these big, huge mirrors that are like reflective glass. And I literally just started, cause you know, I like to focus and stuff. And sometimes I like to get visions like of my reflection on glass and yep. stuff. It's weird. It's, I don't know how many auditors do that, yeah. but I like doing that. And so I, mean, I don't I, put I it in my videos, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do it sometimes, I, you know, yeah. So I'm, I'm recording on the glass, the reflective glass. I'm, I'm literally doing this for one minute. And one of the guards comes out and he says, you know, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm recording. And he's like, um, he's like, why? I said, because I don't want to, you know? <laughs> and so then he goes back in and he gets the, bo the boss comes out and his name is, he's a lieutenant. His name is Lieutenant Don Malazzo. And he comes out right away. He seems really kind of smug and he don't even ask me any questions. He's like, put it away, put it away. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I'm not talking to you and I'm not going to put my camera away. And, so he just, um, he, he's like, nope, you're gonna come in and you're gonna identify yourself. I said, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm just gonna stand here and record and I'm not gonna, and at that point, when I'm in those situations, like I know that's when I shut down. I don't even talk to him because I know that the, I'm dealing with a, a straight up tyrant here. So I just, I, I shut down, I, I evoke my fifth and leave it at that and see what they do. 
So that's exactly what I did. And he snatched my camera and he comes, grabs me and um, they get some other guards to put me in handcuffs. I was arrested. I was uh, put in the back for like um, a couple of hours or so. They were trying to get me to say my name and I wouldn't. I was completely remain, I just remained silent the whole time. Till mm -hmm. finally, they're just, they threatened me with jail. They said, you gotta go to jail for 90 days. You're gonna, you're gonna do all kinds of, this is all on body cam too. Oh, there you and, go. Um, yes. They threatened me with everything. So finally, they were just like, fuck it. And he grabbed my purse, empty, lifted it up high, emptied it out, got my ticket, and you know, got my name and all that stuff. So it's a clear violation, obviously. And then they made me see a judge, which is really interesting because hmm. I didn't have a case. You know what I mean? They made me see a judge for that. So I went into the courtroom and right away they said, um, they, I understand you have an issue and, you know, here's your... Um, yeah, she was recording the courthouse and right away the judge said delete it because <laughs> i make sure everything's deleted and he said i'm gonna i'm gonna seize your sd card we're gonna make he said you want your sd card back i said yeah obviously duh and um he said okay well i'm gonna keep it here and we're gonna make sure it's wiped clean and um you gotta come back on friday two days later to, to get it if you want it back i said can i just pick it up or do i have to come to court you know because i want it to be on record that it's actually He's making me come, like otherwise I'll get a warrant, you know. And um, so, so he said, yes, so you come to court, whatever. Absolutely. So I left, and at this point, I left, and I'm like, wow, there's, you know, my my footage is deleted. This egregious, you know, violation of my rights just happened, and I was just dumbfounded. Like I couldn't and, believe and how bad with it was. A judge too. So, yes, which is also why, you know, it's like you want to think that going through the court system, things are cut and dry. They're absolutely not because they work with the police, you know, they, that's typically how they do it. And so, um, so I went home and I'm just like, fucked up shit. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. And so I had to call a couple friends that called Chi-Town Sue. I, and there's a guy named Kevin, who's a supporter who would take us to do audits and stuff. And he's been a longtime supporter. And um, I said, you guys are not gonna fucking believe this, but this is what happened. And I need you to come with me to court so you can witness that this actually happened, you know, cause nobody's gonna believe me. So, um, so they came with me to court, and as soon as I got to court, the judge, he called me up right away. And this is not on record, or at least we're not getting the record of this part, but he said, um, he said, here's your SD card. We didn't delete it, we didn't look at it. Have a great day. <laughs> so in my opinion, I'm thinking he must've talked to a lawyer. Somebody said, no, you can't do that. And so um, I got my SD card back. Everything was deleted, obviously. And so I don't know if you're familiar with deleted. Black Label Cop Watch. Yes, everything was deleted. They made, right in court, they had a, a judge, a deputy behind me. I, I actually have him, the Malazzo, the lieutenant, on body camera deleting it. Like you can hear him and I confronted him about it and everything. And um, also they had another deputy who was a sergeant come behind me and the judge said, looked over my shoulder to make sure everything was through my camera and deleted. And she's like, yeah, it was. So yeah, it had to be deleted before I even left. And everything from my SD card was wiped. So I, um, so a black label cop watch um, was a friend of mine. He helped, offered to help me out. And so I sent the SD card to him. I did a certified mail so that it, you know, shows it went from here to there. Cause I, I knew I had to keep a, you know, like a records trail. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, so he, he got the SD card. He was able to recover that footage and then I posted it on YouTube. And after that, you know, it took a while. Like I said, I was able to find a lawyer and now we have a federal lawsuit going on. It's been happening for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. So, so that is, Oh, that's insane. You know, that's the other thing too, is that this shit yeah. takes so long to work out when you, you know, when you take the ride, so to speak, uh, 
takes years, years to get it resolved, you know? Uh, and that's Absolutely. just because they're trying to figure out what they're going to, how they're going to cover it up. If somebody who does that doesn't care about the law. And that's a judge. That's a sitting Absolutely judge. Yeah. So that's, that's terrible. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we have trials set up. Um, we have trials set up for March of 2021. So there's a jury trial. We're, we're going to more than likely Good. going to take this case to a jury. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm really Good. excited actually about that. So are you going to request that it be uh, uh, broadcastable so that you can set a camera up? Um, I, 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 I'm meaning, I'm intending to ask about that. I don't know yet. It's happening so, in federal court. I got to talk to my attorney about that still. Yeah. So that's one thing that I, so I was thinking about the same thing too, because I know what's one of the things I feel like a lot of auditors don't do, but I want to, I want to try and like get us all on the same page so people can see the, the BS in the backside. But it just takes so long. I think people forget too. But um, I think I'm going to ask for, I'm going to ask my attorney to ask for some things like just being able to broadcast stuff or, or request for it to be, you know, videotaped or whatever. And see, that's the thing. I think that courts, especially courts, should be fully open to First Amendment activity. I think people should be able to go in with their cameras and record. I think it should be of any place. I think the first place that should be open is a court process. So I think it's extremely important, but it just makes you wonder well, why they have such... I think they, they, they do that because of the the reality that like if you add part of the first amendment in there then people are going to think they can go in there and protest and i can understand why they don't want it to be like they don't want you to be able to walk in there and say whatever you want and, and they can't hold you in contempt because then it's first amendment uh, you know issues and stuff like that so i understand that part of it but what i i think what mm -hmm. honestly would be best is that they just recorded it themselves with microphones or anything that they already have in there and the cameras they already have and then just make it available for people to purchase a copy for five bucks you know um yeah it's public absolutely. record i mean you right. can you can get those things and so i don't know why they don't yeah. just do that but you know they'll say something like in today's day and age or something you know <laughs> um okay so you're still working on settling that part um uh, definitely keep us mm -hmm. updated about that i would love to yeah hear absolutely I'd love to set up a thing too. I mean, obviously between now and then I'd like to do some more, but uh, especially right after you get done with uh, the court stuff, we'll have you on to kind of reveal some of what happens to the listeners yeah. over here. Uh, and yeah, I love that. People, if you're listening, go check out Pink Camera Magic and make sure you subscribe too. Just, I don't want to forget to say that so that they can follow along. Um, okay, so one of the things I always like to ask auditors and people within the community is kind of like, what do you, what, what's your goal? Like when you got into this, what was your goal? And, and then has that goal, I know you'll never like complete it technically, but like you're always on track or you're off track. Are you on track with your goal? Has it changed since you started? Tell me about that. Yes. Um, I, I, well, I don't know if it's changed as much as I've learned a lot of things about how this process works. Um, one of the things like when I first, you know, got into it especially it was all about and, and it still is all about people you know the cops and and the government and stuff knowing that they're being watched mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying knowing that, that that we're here we're the public and we're going to document what's going on because we it's these are really legitimately matters of public interest we need to know and you know whether it's recording outside whether it's going inside and seeing the processes of things whether it's making a complaint 
or you know open records requests and things like that like we need to know like the first amendment is really important to me and um and like you know i said in the beginning like when i first started doing this a lot of people were responding well to audits and not knowing what they were and a lot of there were a lot of fails you know and the, yep. so there's been a lot of learning but now when i go out there and because i still do it you know, I'll still go out there and do just a typical old school audit. I'll be on the sidewalk recording. I'll go in and What's ask that, for a play. You know, I want to say like, like I'm happy because I, I know you, you still do it. And a lot of people do, like there's there's the group that remains and sticks to it. And then there's a group that kind of shifts away. And I'm not hating on either group. But I am proud of you for like continuing to kick ass and be out there and and like risk the biscuit on your own. You know what I mean? Because I think that says like your heart's still in it. So I'm sorry for for interrupting. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. No, no, that's okay. Um, and, and that's the whole thing is that now I'm noticing a huge difference between doing it now and doing it in 2016. And the difference that I'm noticing now is they, and, and I kind of don't like this, but, but I love it because they know what I'm doing. So I don't get approached. Like people don't, you know, what are you doing? I need your idea. Like, I don't get that anymore ever. I get waves from police I get, or for the people who work there. I, um, so I, it's, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing because I, I like the fact that they know better. So obviously, I think what we're doing is having an effect. You know, more people are learning. They're seeing. They're learning their rights. They're doing this, mm -hmm. and it's just becoming more and more common. I think for people to leave, people are recording alone where it wasn't that way four years ago. And um, the only bad thing about it, I guess, is that I don't like going into a situation where I'm cop watching or auditing and they're like, oh, she's one of those people. Okay, so yeah, we're just going to be good. I, I like the idea of maybe using a phone. I like the idea of acting like a normal citizen and not, not an activist because I want to know how they're going to treat regular people and not somebody who knows their rights. That's, so, that's a good point, actually. I never, I, you know, I, I feel like you're 100% spot on. I mean, if, because like sometimes people like i've heard it before like when you're out you know where they oh they're an auditor you know he's an auditor and i'm like fuck okay well you know yes and i'm like that's a like good thing up. <laughs> yeah but like then i'm like wait you're just changing it because i'm an auditor but if i wasn't an auditor you know and i've had cops tell me like because you know obviously you know the twin cities right like you go to yes. you start going to police stations they figure out who you are and they start talking around town i mean all the they all so like uh brooklyn center there was this one sergeant um and so he uh he's like he said I, I can't find it so i have footage of it somewhere but you know you get the sd card mix and then i got stuff on the cloud and i've got stuff so i i need to find it but he goes oh god yes he says um he says, well, I just got out of the phone and I don't, he never says who he talked to, but basically he said that they're aware of who I am, all of them, and that, that they know that I know what I'm doing and I know where the line is and that I walk up to it, but I don't ever cross it. And, uh, which kind of made me chuckle because I'm like, okay, well, you just got told that I know my shit. <laughs> so quit, quit arguing with me in a parking lot and let's, let's just do what I said and let's just be done then. Um, but it also kind of, I was kind of like, shit, well, so what would you have done if I were just a regular person? Like, so yeah, you know me, you know who I am, you know what I'm about, you know that I'm, I'm going to get you before you get me probably. Um, so that's all fine and well, but like for a dude who just got pulled over or for a dude who had a similar situation to me, what do you do to that person? You know, and that's what's scary. You know, it's, and it's not all, and I, a lot of people 
do you so do you do you classify yourself as a cop hater or anything like that or do people just put you in that box like you hate all cops i don't know how you classify as a what i'm sorry do you classify yourself as like a, a no cop hater okay so do you like no what are your Not thoughts I, I don't like policing in general in the way it is but i wouldn't i wouldn't okay go ahead there's a little bit of delay sorry go ahead yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I guess my I'm I'm not a cop hater. I, I'm definitely not a cop hater. I've cops in my family, things like that. I I don't like the culture of policing. I'm definitely against that, and the way it has what it has become. And, and can you and unpack that a little too, bit? You know, just this. They, you know, what's that? I'm sorry. Can, can you unpack that a little bit? Like what? So, like, kind of talk a little bit about what in policing you like where it changed and where you were like, okay, this is where it started to get stupid. I don't like it. I, I don't like the, I, I, it's, I, I wish that policing was geared more toward helping the community and mm -hmm. with like, um, you know, sort of where, where, where we can respect them. And I don't like with the, the policing where everybody's a suspect, you know what I'm saying? The, the militarization of police. I, things like that. Um, you know, I, I, I like community policing. I like, I want to, if somebody breaks into my car or something like that, I want to be able to, um, to go to the police station and, and have them help. Like, I, I don't want them to, you know, start questioning me about, you know, did I lock my cars? You know, that, I mean, that's kind of a generic example, but, but it's kind of the point where they start accusing people who are, are victims of crime or, or want their assistance as, you know, suspects themselves. And right. it makes people not want to trust the police. And I think you're looking you know, kind of for that, that home, that hometown kind of feel, right? Like that, like you can trust the police department. They're, they're genuinely good people, that kind of feel. Yes. I don't want them to treat me like a criminal because I couldn't um, afford to pay my license and it got suspended. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel like I'm a drug dealer because I don't want them to search my car. I don't, it, yeah. You know, they, yeah. the fishing expeditions, things like that. I think it's like, they're like, the, they should be like the fire department. If we need you, we'll call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. I think there's, so I, you know, I still, obviously being that I have a lot of friends who are, are cops and stuff and actually one of the, so I don't know if maybe my YouTube people know this a little bit, but I guess it'll be for just listeners on here, but I was in the 75th Ranger Regiment and there's a cop that was actually fired from Seattle who was also a Ranger. And, and what he had done is he had made a video and put it on, I think Facebook or something. And of course it went viral. He first recorded the video in his squad car in his uniform saying like, Hey, listen, like we've got to pay attention to like invading people's rights. And if there's anyone, to, you know, just the basic, like, a common sense way of policing is basically what he was trying to encourage. And his organization then fired him and was like, yeah, you know, at first, I guess, you know, cause I watched an after thing on YouTube or something, but first he did the video, it went viral and his work was like, all right, whatever. And it was his day off. And he like, then he got a phone call later or something. And, and I'm just recapping, but um, they said, actually, we need you to take it down. And he's like, well, but why? I thought everyone was good with it. And he's like, well, you know, just the chief and somebody else or some big wigs decided like, oh, this is getting too much traction. You know, like he's at like 5,000 views or something. And then it, but then it just kept growing and, and just getting like ridiculous. And they, they want him to take it down or they're going to let him go. And so he said, well, I mean, 
I'm not taking it down. You guys are aware of it and we're fine with it before, basically. And and so they, they put him on administrative leave. I don't know what happened from there, but, uh, and I think the whole reason why I said that was because there's a lot of people that are good cops that see the issue, right? And, and there's a lot of bats and stuff that fought for freedom and also still want to defend it here at home. And then there's some cops that like suck and they do bad shit to people because it's like an ego thing. And they were the kid that got picked on in high school or something. This is the only way that people respect him is because of a, you know, a badge on their chest. And I think those people specifically are the people that we all want to get on camera um, and expose, yes. you know, um, and those are the ones who are going to react to somebody who's standing outside with a camera. So yeah. that's why I, I like I like that aspect, and I want to stick to that that basic aspect of it. And one thing I've learned, I've, I've discovered about a lot of like auditing in the communities of is that they turn it into entertainment. Mm -hmm. yep. So they're trying to get reactions. They're wearing costumes. They're yelling. I mean, they're doing different things to try to make a video because they are content creators first and foremost before mm -hmm. activists. Yeah, you know, I'm not a very entertaining person. <laughs> so that's why I don't want to, you know, that's why I stick to So what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, cause, uh, <clears throat> and I generally bring this up to you a lot of times. Just, it's, and again, you know, I'm not hanging anybody up. Everybody's got different styles. Right. And like, I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts? I mean, and I usually use them as an example. So if he ever listens to this, which I mean, he's different, he's bigger than I am. So, you know, everybody knows who this guy is, but if he ever does listen to it, I'm not hating on you, but clash with bow. Um, is somebody who, you know, like, will just be like, they'll say something and be like, fuck you, shut the fuck up, bitch, or something like that. I mean, like, it's, it's, I mean, I laugh because it is funny and I feel bad because, like, <laughs> sometimes it's unwarranted, but 100% his right. Like, I'm not saying it's not his right, but sometimes it's very unwarranted. Uh, but it is, it seems for entertainment in a certain aspect. Yeah. What do you think about stuff like that? Well, I um, it's it's not me personally. I like it too. I laugh at it. You know, um, it's it's not me and not my style. I can't see myself doing that. But I, at the same time, I think it's also very important because cops need to know how to deal with people they don't like. Yes, spot on. Yes. Yeah. So I, somebody like Bow or James Freeman is a great example too. And those get Jack Miller. They. Um, they do a great job antagonizing them, but at the same time, the cops have a responsibility and job so they can't let the emotions get the best of them. So I, I want to ask you this and then I want to get back to that point, but who's your, who's like, can you, will you name your top three auditors? Besides it's yourself, hard. You I've become you. really, okay. Well, I'm not going to include me, but I, I've, I've become friends with You should be your own favorite auditor though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like the way I, I do things. I'm just saying I do it pretty good. Yeah. You know, yes, but yeah, I think you, you probably feel the way that about yourself the same, you know, but uh, who so yeah, can, you, can you give a top three or, or? it's hard. I like a lot of them for different reasons. I love James Freeman. Mm -hmm. I love um, the Potosai mm -hmm. and, and you actually are one of my new favorites as oh, I absolutely well, I, love your style. No I'll, give doubt. You 20, I follow I'll give you your $20 later. Okay. I'll give you 20 <laughs> bucks later. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> but, no, but seriously though, I the thing I love about your style is is you're spot on. You don't um, you're not rude or disrespectful. And what I really really love about what you do is I besides the fact that it's my hometown, which I absolutely love, mm -hmm. and that that someone else is doing it, is that you do a lot of follow up, like your follow up with in um, Robbinsdale and things like that. Because people we want to know what happened. 
-hmm. you know, were they held accountable? Did they get in trouble? Did they not care? Did, um, what are their thoughts on that? Like, what does the chief think? You know, we, we want to know, you know, what, what was the result? And I absolutely love that about what you do. And the, the Patoa side does the same thing. And, mm -hmm. and, and I just love James Freeman. So. Yeah, I think, uh, so James Freeman kind of, this actually brings us back to where, uh, to where we were, but so two things, I think you're hundred percent right. Like it, it, I'm, I'm my way. Right. And so like the way that I do things, I may not get a reaction from that, that loose cannon. Like I may not hit the trigger, but like something like bow comes up and he's just like, fuck you. And that guy loses his shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's, that's the thing about auditing is like, like you can't do an audit the same way every time because then everyone learns it and they go, okay, well, just like we were talking about earlier, right? Oh, it's one of those people. Like bow, bow's be like, what, what type of fucking people? Fuck you. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden they're gonna be like, oh, well, fuck you. Yep. And that, you know, now he's got him anyways, you know, and he, you know, so I think that's important because like you said too, they're not there to like and be friends with everyone, right? They are there to serve and, and do their job. Yep. Um, so they need to learn how to do that. Absolutely. And, and that also actually reminds me of, I, I actually was arrested out in here in Texas as well, not too long ago from doing a different type of protest or audit. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but um, I started holding signs um, saying, fuck the police, basically. And so I went to Leon Valley as a city in Texas here, and I held a sign that said, fuck the police. I got arrested for that. And so they ended up dropping they charges and stuff. So, so is this kind of similar? Do you see the one with the guy that has a uh, I eat ass on the back of his truck? Did you see a video about that? That was my motivation for that. Yes, that's okay. why I did that. That's what I was. On. <laughs> that's awesome. That's dope. Uh, so, what? Tell me about that. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah, well, that, that's just it. And Jeff Gray. Oh yeah, he's one of my favorites too. God, it's hard to pick just a few, but um, but there was the guy who was arrested for the sign that said I for the sticker on the back of his truck down in Florida. I think said I eat ass. Yep. And, um, and, my, and my friend Jeff, he um, actually went to City Hall and with a sign that said, fuck City Hall, um, or City Hall eats ass or something like that. Yeah. That was real close. Went to that same county <laughs> and he held a sign up and he got detained for that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, there might be something to this. And so, um, so that's when I went with my sign with, okay, you know, First Amendment is more than just taking pictures and you know, petitioning and stuff. It's very fundamental. It's fuck the war, fuck the that draft, me, I think. You know, it's very, there's case law. Some, some interesting ideas that I think I'd like to, I'm gonna steal that from you if that's okay. Absolutely, I, I stole it. It's fun. By all means, yeah. So it's fuck the police, very simple. Doesn't incite violence. It's very fundamental. Fucking Amanda yeah, bringing I in the heat. <laughs> that's dope, that's a good idea. It's fun. So what did, so they, so they arrested you and then like, yeah. they, they were like, Oh shit, sorry. You're good. Have a good day or what? Kind of like, well, they arrested me. They charged me with disorderly because they said somebody was offended. Uh, they oh. said a civilian employee was offended by my sign. So they took it. They said, I have two choices. Wait, 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 either, wait, 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 wait. Um, take a my civilian federal employee or like our local employee, like a government employee, local civilian employee. Yeah. That's what and so, um, which could have been them because they're, well, they're not civilian, but whatever. Anyways, um, so they said, yeah, you have two choices. You can either, um, we take the sign and you leave or, or we'll, we have to do. And 
So I just said I'm remaining silent like I do with when I'm in those situations and to let them act and they arrested me and um, took my sign and threw it away. Hmm. They released me about an hour or two later and they charged me disorderly. But then um, I guess the chief got wind of what happened and um, knowing, well, there's a, a lot of stuff going on in Land Valley right now. And I guess he dropped the charges like a day or two later. Yeah, that's probably smart of him. I mean, it would have been smarter to just yeah. not arrest you for <laughs> constitutionally protected activities, but right. I mean, that's besides the yep. point. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I know we're, we're kind of coming up on time here. So, and for, for the audience, I mean, my goal is to have a rotation of people, you know, obviously who come through and, and, and are on the show. And obviously Amanda, I'd like to be one of those as well. Uh, so you get to, cause I know it kind of sucks to cut things off. You know, you only get to listen a little bit and then all of a sudden you gotta wait for the next time. But um, I think that's- Anytime. Yeah, if you're cool, that'd be fun. Yep. Um, so yeah. what, are you, what are you working on right now? What's, what are some things that you're working on that uh, our listeners can, can find you and, and, and kind of check out? Well, um, I'm not working on a whole lot. I actually, I did an audit yesterday. I just, you know, when I have some free time, you know, I've been off the last couple of days here. So sometimes like I'll just do a little audit. I did one yesterday at a, at a San Antonio police station and wasn't even approached, awesome. um, which, you know, fine. Yes. And, um, and that's about it. Just little things. I've been making some compilation videos and stuff. I've been trying to do like a best of, I've been trying to do like every week, like the best of like, you mm -hmm. know, the best comebacks and stuff like that. So I've been doing a little bit of that. Um, but that's about it right now. I just, I have my court case coming up in Chicago and um, are you gonna move back a, to Twin Cities? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, it's where I'm from, and I love it, but it's it's going to hell, man. There's this yeah. weather it, <laughs> has always been bad, but the weather, the yeah. stores on fire, all of it. It's great. Yeah, you know those things. It's it's bad when you got to go to Chicago to get away from <laughs> the Twin Cities. It's true. But I'm actually, I'm engaged. I'm going to be getting married um, in the next few months here. So we're going to begin buying a house. And thank you. Um, we're, we're looking to buy a house in the next six months or so. Um, okay. So there's a lot going on for me down here. But I do plan on visiting the Twin Cities. We should Hopefully do an audit soon. when you're here. Hell yeah. And that's what That'd I was going to say. I would, I would love it. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, sure. I think if you get you and me and Jason together uh, from Minnesota News Now. And we can yeah. Go see. I think there's uh, there's some stuff up in Duluth that he's been really interested in, and I'm gonna have him on in a couple of weeks here. I think I've always wanted to go to Duluth. Duluth is fun, uh, that, that and apparently, it's fun for auditing because they hate auditors there. Awesome! So, I oh god, I've always wanted to go to Duluth for that. So like Even four, Saint Cloud and up that area yep. too. Like four auditors would be fun, because I, I I think they'd have their yeah. hands full. You know, I think it'd just be like oh shit. Yeah, they might lose their shit. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, I, I, I'll go to, to jail in Duluth if, I, if, if they want to mess up, but I prefer them to, <laughs> to just not, but we'll see. <laughs> well, um, I know, yes, but well, you got a lawyer. We know lawyers just in case, so. Yeah. So, um, cool. I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here. I really appreciate you jumping on the, uh, the program with everyone and, and kind of just sharing what you've been into and, and what you've been doing. And I appreciate, uh, obviously, you starting this back four years ago uh, before it was cool so to speak uh, so I really do appreciate that and, and I look forward to having you on again me too thank you so much I had a lot of fun all right for uh, for all you rowdy crew make sure you go check out pink camera magic on YouTube hit the subscribe button and the notification 
Thanks, Amanda. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you.